Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Ogie, Ogie, we're ready to rock and roll on Agent Power Huddle. How are you feeling? Oh, man, it's too early, but let's get it done. It's like 11 o'clock in the East Coast. Now that either of us are on the East Coast, but I'm yeah. just saying it's 11 o'clock somewhere. Anyway, uh, we're continuing uh, diving deeper into listing presentations today. We had uh, Dave Robles, who did an amazing uh, presentation on that uh, a few days ago. And now we've got Ogi Penev, who is going to... I love this because at the end of this, we're going to take like a big iron cage and we're going to build it up. And we're going to put Ogi in it and we're going to put Dave in it. And then tomorrow, we've got Eric Hatch coming on, talking about the perfect listing consultation. We're going to put all three of them into this iron cage at the end and see who oh, comes out. Ooh, what's the price? <laughs> a reward. I'll have to come up with some sort of reward. But oh, you got to come up with something, man. And people have to vote. Who's the best? Oh, I love it. We'll, we'll, we'll think creatively on that. All right. So, so you're talking today, Ogi, on how to structure your listing presentations. Yeah. Dave Robles did an awesome job last week. But he talked more about the, the showmanship, the, the skills and how to tweak it and get it done. So, But today, I'd like to show you more like the structure behind not so much about sales skills but just how to structure it properly so it can have the best chances of getting the the, the business so let's do it i'm, I'm cool. gonna let you run with this i I'm, I'm here to learn too let's do it cool all right um i'll share my screen you know i'm better presenting on uh powerpoint with notes so all right No, it's not working. Yeah, I would see it. I see it on my side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sell your home at the top of the market. Yes. Cool. And All right, by the so, way, can, can I can I yeah. just say something before you jump into this? Yeah. I love that you said, "Hey, let me share my screen because I am better working off a of PowerPoint with notes." He knows his style. He knows what works for him. So you're going to see, you saw a version with Dave. You're going to see a version with Ogie. You'll see a version tomorrow with Eric. You will find a version of a listing presentation that works for your style. Some of you will also be better working with a PowerPoint and notes, right? So, all right. So Ogie, this, I just think it's important for people to notice that as you go through this, this, this actually, the, what you said applies to them and their listing presentations as well. Exactly. So in the uh, attempt here is <clears throat> actually we have, I put three goals when, you, when you're structuring your listing presentation. First one, you have to build a listing process and you have to build repeatable and predictable listing process so you can expand, teach your agents and make it easy for you to do it all the time. That's the first goal. Second goal is you have to build the, the listing presentations with all the slides, all the words, everything in there to solve some kind of a problem, to handle some kind of objections in advance. So you don't have to, uh, at the end of the listing presentation, you don't have to go into this uh, objections back and forth with uh, the, the seller. Also, the goal of building a good listing presentations is to be universal, to solve, um, to solve problems for any type of a seller. So sell by owner, expired, uh, distress, cash offer, Everything has to be in the listing presentations. You may not 
have to use it, but it just has to be there. It would make it easier and universal. We don't have to change it every time we have a different type of a seller. So everything goes in once. So now the most important part of the listing presentation is actually the pre-listing package. And I'll tell you why. 99% of the agents just do not have a pre-listing package. You just don't have it. So if you put one, it doesn't matter what kind, you're already going to be better than the other agents. And like Dave Robles said last time, you have to be memorable. They have to remember you. So um, let me, I'll stop the share a little bit so I can show you what my pre-listing package looks like so you know, can get a better idea. Cool. So when I was designing my pre-listing package, first, I want it to be cheap because, <laughs> you know, I've seen all these listing, producing packages with boxes and, and uh, slides and everything. And uh, it is just too expensive. When you, when you have a lot of business and going on 5, 10, 20 appointments, if you have a team, it, it's very expensive. So what I wanted to do is to be less than five bucks and uh, the actual print material. And then I wanted to get it quicker to the person within the same day. So I had to use a courier, which is about 15 to $20 depends. So my package is about 20 bucks. And this is what it looks like. It's a yellow envelope ready to go. And I create multiple like this stacked in the office. The moment I get off the phone with a seller, I go and fill up my um, information that goes to my office manager. Office manager takes this, um, writes, a, writes a cover letter that looks like this, and signs it for me, actually, and then puts it in the mail and, or calls the courier to pick it up and deliver it. The pre-listing package is designed to start solving problems in advance and to pre-sell the seller to our services. So in the pre-listing package, I put flyers and unique presentations for any type of a seller. So I have one day listing agreement, which is going to um, cover the fear of commitment. They can cancel at any time. Um, sell for free your listing. This is going to... Um, get for sale by owners to be interested in my services. Five ways we can sell for free, same way. For sale by owner presentation, so they know why they should not list the property themselves. Um, express offer program. This is that we work with the iBuyer. So if you're competing with open door and everything, you have this in advance telling them that you can help them even if they want to do that. Also, some materials for uh, guides, marketing plan. We do real estate auctions. That sometimes helps. And I show them if they want to buy a property. We have the VAP buyer program. And also, at the end, I put my client reviews. Inside the client reviews, I have four different types of reviews. Anything from um, investors, distressed home sellers, buyers, and um listings, just regular listings. So this way I cover the four potential uh, services that I might have to, to, to offer to the, uh, at the listing presentation. So all this, this costs about 50 cents 
And this flyer cost about 14 cents. So this way, this could be also mailed um, somewhere out of state if you want to do that. Cool. So Jesse, do you have a producing package? You know, I actually switched over to um, a digital pre-listing package, video and PDF. But I think that going back to the point of differentiation, since probably very few people are going back to physical in-person, um, I actually am going to steal that and go back to doing a physical produced in-person one. I love it. Cool. All right. Because, let's move. You, I love that. I love that. By the way, you said it's cheap, but it's about value and impact. And so Ogie's in Phoenix, guys. Right. So you want to take in consideration your price point, your your market. Uh, he competes against Open Door. If you know who Open Door is, who's an iBuyer, Phoenix was one of the first markets that Open Door went really, really deep in saturation. So he's addressing all of these potential objections before they come up. Yeah. You know the I, I just read something. Uh, the iBuyers in the last two years spent. $200 million in marketing to sellers. So you cannot ignore him anymore. You have to fight him. All right, let's, uh, let's go back to the slides again. So I can uh, continue the actual. All right, now we send the pre-listing package and then we actually go to the property now and seeing the seller. The first thing you should have should do is to solve um, a problem. And usually the problem is when you meet with somebody for first time, they are afraid of you. They are afraid of the situation because they, they don't know what's gonna happen. They don't know what you're going to do, how long it's gonna take, what you're going to say. So what I do, and I think it's a good thing to have in your listing presentations, when you're walking in the property, just greet him, smile, the usual thing, and just say what exactly is going to happen during the presentation. What are you going to do? And I call this POCA, preview of a coming attractions. You know, the show is starting. This is what's going to happen. And I have this in my actual listing presentation, and that's on the first page. And I just, I just tell them, hey, first, I'm going to ask you some questions. Then we're going to show me the property. Then I am going to walk you through about, talk about us, how we are different than the other agents. Then I'm going to walk you through the marketing plan we do. And if you like everything you say, then it's going to be a decision to see if I'm the best person to sell the property for you. And if you like that, then we're going to talk about the actual pricing. So now they know what's going to happen in the next hour and they're expecting it. Cool. Once I have delivered what's going to happen in the next hour, then I move to the next important thing after the pre-listing package. And that's asking questions and building rapport. This is the most important part of the listing presentation and you should always have it first. And usually um, the questions I ask, uh, ask during the time you review the property. This way it looks more casual. When they show you the property inside, you just ask different questions. And learning to ask the right questions is going to help you find what are the real problems for the seller. What are the, the hot buttons that you can solve later during presenting your listing presentation? This way, a lot of the times, actually, if you get better in questioning and finding the problems, you don't even have to do the whole presentation. 
you can just open the slide that solves the problem that seller has and just ask for the business right away. It's, it, for me, it happened multiple times. You just have to learn how to ask good questions, find the problem, and solve that problem. Then you get business. So once I have asked my questions, uh, build up as much of the rapport as possible, then I go into telling them a little bit more about me. So here, uh, when you're talking about you, you're going to have to differentiate yourself from the other agents because this is going to be an objection that will come later. You're going to have to compete with other people. So I chose to create a problem here and solve it myself. So I, I am telling the seller, hey, even though market is good, not every property sells. Here's a list of your neighbors that could not sell their property. So tell them that the problem is either they try to do it themselves or just they hired the wrong agent. So this way I'm handling two problems right now, selling by FISBO and going with a rookie agent. Then I go to the next step and then I point the most common problems that agents, why agents fail to sell someone's property. And who are the agents that makes these mistakes? Remember, in every slide, every word has to solve a problem. Here, we're solving the problem of you being better than the other agents and the seller going with a friend of theirs, a rookie agent or a friend of family that this gives, gives him a discount. So here, that's what you're trying to do in, when you're talking about yourself. So you, usually I always make myself part of a team. Even if you're solo agent, just become a team. Become team of the, of the brokerage, partner with other agents, show them that you have a support in some way. If you have good statistics uh, of how, much, how many properties you've sold, how fast, how much over list price, here, this is the place where you should put them. So we're trying to get facts and emotions mixed together into the presentation. Facts, you're showing them that you actually have the experience and the emotions are you showing them, you putting a fear into them that if they don't go with you, they might not sell the property at all. All right. So once I have my preview of coming attractions, I told them more about me. Now I'm moving towards the actual marketing plan. How are we going to sell the property? And here, it's really important to lay out the difference between advertising and marketing. A lot of agents mix, mix both. They come and say, oh, I'm going to do marketing. Look at my flyer. Look at my postcards. That's the flyers, the postcards, the website, the pictures. This is advertising. You have to, to show them that you're different. You have a whole marketing plan. And the advertising is just one part of the, of the marketing plan. The marketing plan, in order to be successful and get the most money, in my case, consists of four, um, four pieces. 
First is the actual pricing strategy. Second is the condition insurability of the property, helping them uh, get it ready. And then the third one is the actual advertising once the property is ready. But the fourth one is also designed to, to sell me as the right person, right agent. Because one, two, and three could be done by any agent out there. They can copy my presentation, they do it. However, in order one, two, and three to work together, it needs number four. And number four is the actual execution and closing of the transaction and the marketing plan. And nobody else can do it better than me. So now you're solving another problem. You're fighting with competition. Inside the marketing plan, the next thing that you have to do, you have to implement is unique value propositions. Everybody is asking one thing, what's in it for me? So here, it's your opportunity to shine, is to show that you're different and you have better offers than any other agent, any other company out there. And you can plug anything that you have done so far, I'll give you my unique value propositions. You can use them if you want, you can call me, I'll be happy to help you build some of yours. So um, the unique programs that you, you, you give to your sellers give, you unfair, uh, give them unfair advantage. And most of the competitors do not have them at all. For example, we have our express offer program. We can get them a cash offer, multiple cash offers from all the iBuyers. So we don't fight with the iBuyers. We don't fight with Open Door, uh, OfferPad, Zillow. We work with them. We get the information from the seller, we submit it to all the iBuyers, we get multiple offers, and they decide what's better for them. List the property or get a cash offer. This way we handle the problem of them just going and choosing the easy out by selling to an iBuyer. We have a trading program telling them that it's not about the list price, it's about the bottom line. We help them get more money in their pocket by having a special trading program that we implement. And then we use our open house every day. We get more sign calls and some agents don't really don't want to do open houses. So if the seller wants you um, to do open houses, this is the way out of the actually being there and doing the open house. So these are the, the three major um, programs that I push kind of show them that I'm different than the other agents. So after everything, after the marketing plan is presented, I tell them that I'm not just promising great results. I actually guarantee it. So here I'm handling another two common objections. First one is agents that work with, usually, I mean, not agents, but um, sellers that expired their property. They had a problem with communication. They always say, my agent listed the property. I never heard of them after that. And the second one is fear of commitment. When you're asking the seller to sign a listing agreement, you're not selling a product. You're selling a service. You're sending a commitment. You're sending a relationship. You're asking the seller to lock themselves with you for the next six months to a year. Depends. So this is the fear of um, commitment. So we have to solve this fear. The way I decide to solve it is communication guarantee. 
I will call them every time, every, every week on Wednesday to give them an update what's going on with the property. If I miss the call and don't call them, I will find myself a hundred bucks from the commission I get. That's, it always never happens. Most likely never going to happen. Even if it happens, I'll be happy to reduce my commission with hundred bucks. Second thing is to solve the fear of commitment. I give them an easy exit guarantee, which means that they can cancel the listing agreement at any time with 24 hour notice. No questions asked. And this also almost never happens. Even if they decide to cancel, why would you even want to force him to stay into relationship and try to sell the property for them? You don't want that bad relationship. Let him off the listing agreement, move on, help somebody else. Now that we have gone through all the presentations, questions, and everything, now it's time to recap and ask for the business, close him. Everybody has their own personal way of doing it. I'm not gonna tell you how to do it. I'm just saying, this is the way, this is the time to ask for the business. And just recap, you're doing the same things like the other agents, you're just doing them better, faster, and get more money for the seller. That's the difference. You, have a, you work with a team approach, you're marketing it, uh, you have special marketing programs, agent skills and communication, and you actually guarantee the performance too. So here, it depends on the personal approach. Some people, if they're not ready to hire, hire you as a listing agent, they don't want to talk about price, um, but they want to ask for the price. It's, it's up to you how you want to continue from here. Um, so the next thing most common is the seller is going to ask you, what's the price? What do you want to, what can you sell my property for? So now we're going into presenting the price. And actually, I do not give him a spe special, uh, specific price, specific number. I don't do that ever. I offer them a present a pricing strategy. How we get the most money based on their time frame. And I just walked them through educational slides. Hey, if we listed this, if we don't get this, this is how it works. If we listed high, low, this is how much time it takes. If we listed in this bracket, in this bracket, this is how much time it takes. So for, and I tell them, we can sell the property, you know, you just have, always, you just have to give me enough time. And I give him a price range. Your property is going to sell between 250 and 270. And that the price will depend on how fast you want to get the money. If you want to sell within three weeks to uh, within one week, we list it towards the low end of the price comps, 250. But if you have time, you want to test the market, we listed it towards the end, towards the higher end of the comps, 270. This way, I don't commit myself to a specific price. So I'm, it's not my fault. I let them decide based on their time frame where they want to be. So this way, I'm always correct. It doesn't matter what the property sells for. I am always correct. All right, let's say we did everything right. We showed them pricing. 
they ask, they, they happy with us. They want to go ahead and do it. Next thing you need to have ready is you need to have your print, all your listing docs printed, ready to go so they can sign. Signing a document is a commitment. In their mind, they're done. They don't want to do anything else. They, they're ready to move on. In addition to the listing, regular listing docs that you have with your brokerage, your um, local state, whatever that listing docs looks like, I have an additional two set of documents. And these documents are also prepared um, to solve some kind of an issue, some kind of a problem. And the most common problems that you can get with a seller is that they're unrealistic on the price. They want to really, really overprice the property. And the second one is they want to cut your commission. They're always going to try that. So you have to be ready for these two things. And it doesn't matter what you decide to do, um, but you have to be ready. So the first document I have is addendum to listing agreement. It's a standard different agreement that I always have that has a couple things built in in order to solve a problem. And usually that problem is overpricing the property. When I do my pricing presentation in comps, I tell them this is what I think is going to sell. But they, if they want to really, really overprice it way above what I'm suggesting, I ask them to have a preset price reduction in advance. I don't want to miss the opportunity. I don't want to miss the listing just because the seller it has a hard time understanding the comparables. Usually when you list the property and nothing happens, the seller gets, you know, uh, gets the reality and they start dropping the price. So you don't want to miss the, the listing in the, in the beginning just for that reason. Just try to have a preset pricing reductions. Whatever that depends how market is. Every 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Also, um, I have a little trick. On the very bottom, I'm, I'm not sure if you see that. On the very bottom, it says overpriced listing. And I ask the seller to initial that paragraph that's saying that they're listing the property at a price against my advice. So later, when they come in and say the property is not selling, what's going on? You're not doing anything. I was like, I'm sorry, but I told you from the very beginning. This is it. So let me get it right and start doing it. Here, I have an option to charge them a transaction fee if I want something in advance. And so just list one different things that you can always plug in by yourself. The second problem that you want to solve is if they want to reduce the commission. And that's always going to happen. So you have to be ready for that. So I have a reduced commission agreement. If I don't want to miss the opportunity, if I want to give them a discount, I, if it's the price, the commission is decent. What I want to do is not just give him reduced commission for nothing. I ask him to sign reduced commission agreement. And I ask him in lieu of me dropping the commission with X amount, I want them to give me X amount of referrals for X amount of days. It might never happen, but in their mind, they owe you something. At least get something just without, you know, no, don't reuse your commission just for nothing. Just ask for something in return. 
it's going to help your negotiation skills also. So practically, this is the end of the, um, the listing presentation, the, the listing structure. So what we did is we sent a pre-listing package to, to, to sell, pre-sell the seller and get them interested in your services. You got at the property, you tell them what's going to happen um, so you can solve the fear of the unknown. Then you ask questions, build a report so you can find out what the hot buttons are so you can solve them. Then you tell them about you, 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 you show them how you're different from the other agents. And if they go with some, somebody else, they might not ever sell the property at all. Then you show them your marketing plan that it's not just advertising, it's a full-blown marketing, includes multiple uh, stages. Then you show them unique value propositions, what's exactly for them, that shows them that you're different and better than the other agents. You then after that, you show them that you're not just promising great results, you guarantee it. After everything you said is done, you recap, you ask the business, then you presented your pricing, but you did not give them a specific price. You give them a pricing strategy that you're always going to be correct. You're never going to be wrong. And once they agree, you're ready to have them sign listing documents. Listing documents have preset uh, problem solvers like reduced commission agreement and overpriced uh, listing um, that usually the sellers most a lot of the times want to do anyway. So, all right, Jesse, that's it. That's the structure of a listing presentation that's going to give you the most chance, the highest chance of converting and getting the lead. I love it. And you're spot on for time. Do you do that in your real listing presentations? Or oh my God, too? 30 minutes. No. You're like I'm, spot on. You're like, guys, I'm going to be here for 26 minutes. And then 26 minutes, like, boom, sign here. Right? Damn, I'm so good, man. You are good. <laughs> and it's that sense of confidence that I guarantee when you sit with the sellers that comes through also. Yeah. I have to tell you that, guys. <laughs> Whether And we won't get to the bottom of it today because we're going to wrap it up here. But if you have questions, please reach out to Ogie. I mean, Ogie can hang now for a few minutes if you want, up to him if he wants questions. But for the official end of this thing, like... Yeah. That, not <clears throat> having, having an order and a strategy gives you that sense of confidence, right? Dave Robles has a different take on it. Ogie has a different take, but they both come in because they know what they're doing the same way every time with a very certain sense of confidence. Do you agree with that, Ogie? Yeah, no, if, if you have it set, it's always the same, it's repeatable, and you get better and better every time. Just don't change it every listing appointment. Just let it, let it run for a few times and then do things, changes. Yeah. Anyone got any burning questions? Or are we, are we safe, to, safe to wrap it up? If anyone's got a burning question, go for it, Connie. Oh no, she said she's good. All right, Ogie, that was awesome. Thank you. Everyone, thank you for being here. Tomorrow, we will have our third version of a listing presentation, which will be Eric Hatch. And then we're going to put on, not Friday, because I don't know if they'll all be here on Friday into an into a, a iron cage, but I do want to get them all into a virtual iron cage match to talk head to head on this at some point soon. So anyway, Ogie, thank you. That was great as always. And uh, I'll see you in person tomorrow, Ogie. All right, guys. Thank you. Uh, reach out to me if you have any questions about your listing presentation. Absolutely. All right, guys. Have a good day. Bye, guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.